Very beginning, opening words of this week's parsha: Adam ki yamas ba'ohel. So we think about these topics. We hope that they're never really going to be nogea to us lemaisa. But the bottom line is that sometimes we do encounter a petira. Sometimes we are there when somebody passes away. And there are a couple of halachos that I wanted to focus on tonight. Number one, we know that the minig has developed that the Shulchan Aruch talks about it that when one loses one of the krovim, one of the relatives, either a father or mother, a spouse, a child, a brother or sister, the halacha is that that relative needs to rip kriya. So what is that all about? Why do they need to tear kriya upon the loss of a relative? So it's interesting that the Gesher HaChayim in his Sefer on Hilchas Avelis quotes two very opposite opinions as to why the halacha is that we have to rip kriya on a relative. The Gemara doesn't say why. The Gemara just says, this is what we do. So the Gesher HaChayim says, the most obvious reason is because we want the person to show and express how much of a loss they're suffering. And they say, my clothing is not worth anything. Nothing's worth anything. My whole life is upside down. I rip my clothing to show that the only thing valuable in my life is this person who I just lost. And the clothing is totally not the focus right now. In the opposite direction, he says, other Achronim say, perhaps the reason why we have an Avel rip his clothing is in order to help be Messiah Das for the Avel from the Avelis. He's feeling such a tremendous amount of pain. Let's divert his attention. So he's going to then rip his clothing and he's going to be worrying about, oh, my beautiful suit, my beautiful jacket, my shirt. I can't believe I ripped it. He's going to be so busy worrying about his clothing. He's not going to be so intensely pained by the suffering of the loss that he just lost. I find that to be a very, very interesting chiddush, very surprising idea and very opposite from the other extreme to what the Achronim say, the simple reason is why we rip Kriya. Aside from that, the Gemara does say, Maseches Moed Katan and Maseches Shabbos, the, the Shulchan Aruch has it as well in Yerodeya, Hilchas Avelos, that when you have somebody who is Omed Bishas Yetzias Hanashama, if you have somebody who is present at the time when somebody passes away, it has nothing to do with being a relative. If you're there in the room at the time, you have to rip Kriya. Now, what's that all about? Why do we assume that that should be the case? So the Gemara says, because it's Domila Sefer Torah Nisraf. Just like if you have a Sefer Torah that is burned, Chalila, so then we assume you have to rip Kriya, it should cause you so much pain. So too says the Gemara, when you have a person who passes away, that's the same, that's Domila to a Sefer Torah Nisraf. What's the connection between a Sefer Torah and a person? So the reason why is because the Torah is called R, because we know Kiner Mitzvah Torah R, and we know that a Neshama is called Ner as well, as the Pasuk says, Ner Hashem, Nishmas Adam. Now the Ramban asks a very obvious question. The parallel here, how do we know that you have to Kriya Bishas Yitzias HaNeshama if you happen to be present? How do we know it's true? We learn it from Sefer Torah Shanisraf. Says the Ramban, go back and look at the Halacha by Sefer Torah Shanisraf. When do you have to rip Kriya by Sefer Torah Shanisraf? Let's say there's a fire. Rahman al-Islam is a fire in a shul. The whole shul burns down. Do we have to rip Kriya? There are Sefer Torah in the shul. So you would say, yes. No, says the Gemara, the only time you're mechuyiv to rip Kriya on a Sefer Torah Israf, even though it's very tragic whenever it happens, it's only when it was done Bizroa, means the enemy of the Jewish people came and deliberately went and took the Sefer Torah in order to defile the Sefer Torah and they burnt it. But if you happen to have a fire breaks out, an electrical fire and the Sefer Torah burns, although it's very tragic and although it's very upsetting and it's very jarring to all of us, that would not be grounds to rip Kriya, says the Ramban, if the only time you have a chiyib to rip kriya is when the Sefer Torah was nisraf bizroa, when it was done bidafka, when somebody did it and I couldn't stop them, then why is it that here we would have a parallel? This has nothing to do with Yitzhiya Saneshama. HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't take somebody's life away because he's angry at them. He didn't take their life away because uh, we put up a fight and, and he won and we lost. That's not what happens. 
So says the Ramban, how does the whole parallel actually work? Why is it that we should have an obligation to Rib Kriya Bashasitsias on Hashem? It's a very interesting question, a very important question. Besides for that, uh, the Beis Yosef asked in another context, how is it that we don't have a violation of Baltashchis whenever we do this, whenever we rip a Beged? Isn't that a violation of Baltashchis? The Beis Yosef asked the Kasha also. We know the Gemara says in Brachos that when they had people who were getting too carried away with a Simcha at a Chasana and they were really not serious enough, so the Gemara says he took a very fancy glass uh, bowl and he threw it on the floor and it smashed into a million pieces so the Rishonim ask, isn't that Baltashchus? So how are you allowed to do that? But if it, if it doesn't, if it uh, has an accomplishment, then it's not Baltashchus. Oh, so that's the Beis answer. Beis Yosef says that the, the answer is that the only time there's Baltashchus is when you just aimlessly destroy something. But if you have a Tachlis in why you're doing it, so then it would be Mutter. So for example, the Torah says, Lo Sashchis es Eitzah. It says you're not allowed to cut down a tree. I get the Shaila every single year. There are people who have trees in the front of their homes or in the backyard, and the tree starts growing these berries, and the berries start staining the front, and they start getting all rotten and moldy in the front. Then you have bees that are coming and animals and things, and it ruins everything. You can't use the driveway. You can't use the backyard. Is there an Isra Baltashchas? Is there an Isra Hashchasa when you're doing it for that? The answer is no, because there's a Tachlis, because there's a reason why you're doing it, and therefore we assume there would not be a problem. So the Beis Yosef asked this Kasha, on a Gemara Meseches Chulin. The Gemara says in Chulin, let's say a person is on a Sfina, person is on a boat, right? So we're thinking a lot about boats now because of the news last week. So you have somebody who's on a Sfina, and Bensi, I know you don't listen to the news, but okay, the rest of us are aware that some tragedy happened in the water. So the Beis Yosef, huh? yeah. So in Chulin, the Gemara has somebody's on a boat. We have to eat on the boat. What are we going to eat? So the Gemara says he takes a behema and he shechs a behema and then he realizes I have to do kisei adam. How do I do kisei adam? I have nothing to cover the blood with. Says the Gemara, take your talis, means not your actual talis, means take your clothing, burn up the clothing, and then do the kisei adam with the remains, with the ashes of your clothing. So Frechte Beis Yosef, what do you mean? How are you allowed to burn up your clothing? This was a perfectly usable, wearable jacket. Now I'm going to burn it in order to do kisei adam. Who said you're allowed to do that? Zakhte Beis Yosef. If you're just burning up your clothing for no reason, that's a problem. But if you're burning up your clothing to do the mitzvah of kisei adam, that's not called hashchasa. So there's a very interesting shaila that comes up. I shouldn't say it comes up in Eretz Yisrael. It comes up here as well. The only reason why it comes up in Eretz Yisrael is because they asked the shaila in Eretz Yisrael. Here, we don't think about the shaila. So in every country, you have, you have to make sure that the produce, the, the productivity is going to be kept at a certain uh, level in order that we should be able to have an economy that can be balanced. So let's say we have an excess in oranges on, at one time of the year. So then oranges are going to cost three and a half cents. But if oranges cost three and a half cents, then what are we going to do? It's going to throw off the whole supermarket industry. It's going to throw off everything. So what do they do? They take the excess oranges that are going to throw the market prices off and they dump them into the ocean. They actually destroy all of them. They don't give them to Aniyim. They destroy it. This happens in every country. They take excess food and they throw it out because if you're going to put it out onto the market, it's going to throw everything off. So in Eretz Yisrael, the Shaila is actually asked. What? Ah, so so the the kasha that they ask in Eretz Yisrael now is how are we allowed to do that? Isn't that going to be a, a violation of Baltashkas? And we have people who are starving in Eretz Yisrael. So how can you do that? So the answer is that's not called hashchasa. The reason why I'm doing it is in order to have a stable economy. If I'm trying to do it in order to help people, that's not called a violation of Baltashkas. So we know that that is the halacha that someone who's omed b'shas yitzias on neshama is supposed to rip Kriya, even if that person is not a relative. Now, the problem with that is, the, this is a real problem. 
You have doctors and nurses and medical professionals who are in the room when this happens all the time. You have members of Hatzalah. They go on a call. member of Hatzalah shows up in somebody's house and uh, they try to do CPR and it turns out it doesn't work. And, and they're there. Now, you might say the Yitzhiya Sanashama was before they got there. Probably not. Usually you try to work on the patient. Yitzhiya Sanashama happens while you're there, when you get to the hospital, in the ambulance. Sounds accurate. So the question is, it happens Maisim Michal Yom, unfortunately. Have you ever ripped Kriya? No. no? So why not? Why not? Why do there are Banu Paskin not? So that's the question. So why, why is it that we don't have this Halacha that is actually put into practice? Your Omid B'Shas Yitzhiya Sanashama. Why should there be any dispensation given to a medical professional if they're in the room at the time of Yitzhiya Sanashama? That is the Kasha that is asked by the Gesher Achayim. Yeshua Chaim writes, perhaps the reason why is because we know that we want to encourage the medical professional to be there till the end. We want the doctor to be there to care for the patient till the end. We want the member of Hatzalah to be there till the end. What's going to happen? Every time a member of Hatzalah goes on such a call, he knows he's going to ruin his shirt, he's going to ruin his jacket. He doesn't want to do that. And therefore, he's going to say, once it gets close to the end or one of those kinds of calls come in, he's going to say, I'm not going on the call or I don't want to be there. He's going to leave the room. The doctor at the very end stage of life is going to say, I don't want to be in the room. He's going to leave. And a person is going to die alone. The Says the Gesher Achayim. What? The medics are going to, are going to leave the BLS right there. So, that, so that's the kasha. So how can that be? So therefore he says that's why the minute has developed that we leave that we leave the halacha aside, even though it's not really correct, but he says we forego this halacha and we tell the medical professional not to rip his begadim. Rav Moshe has a scathing tshuva against this where he says this is a tam kalush and it makes no sense and this really is not a reason to say that we shouldn't. He says the bottom line is, if the halacha dictates that you have a chiv to rip kriya, we don't make all these other cheshbonas. What does that mean? So you're not going to go on the call? You should go on the call. We should encourage people that they should continue to invest in a patient even when they don't want to. So Rabbi Moshe is very, uh, it goes against some of the other chivas we spoke about the other day. What? Yeah. Yeah, so it's the opposite. It's the opposite of the other, but here, Rabbi Moshe gets very worked up about it and he says this is a tam kalush, this can't be the reason. So he says, maybe the reason why is because if I work in a hospital, the scrubs don't belong to me. So therefore he says, if the scrubs don't belong to me, I'm not allowed to take somebody else's clothing and rip them. I have to only rip my own clothing. But that's not the case. Very often in a hospital, they make the doctor or the nurse buy their own scrubs. It doesn't belong. It's not the property of the hospital. And Rav Moshe really feels, this is something that we should, uh, that we should really be careful about. The Stechemed weighs in on the issue as well. Stechemed was before Rav Moshe. And the Stechemed says, look, Minigah Olam is to be Mekel. It seems the Minigah Olam is to be Mekel is because the Nifter, Mechaim, is going to be Mochel on their Kavod, that somebody should rip Kriya for them, because they would rather the trade-off of knowing that the EMT or the paramedic or the doctor is going to be there for them when they die, than to say that, oh, out of Kavod to my death, somebody should rip Kriya on me. I, I would rather forego that in order to have this. And therefore, the Stechemed writes, that is why the Minig has developed that we do that. Okay, now what happens in the following scenario? Then we're going to dive in my review, okay? What happens in the following case? What happens if you're there, Bishas Yitzhiyas Neshama, but Yitzhiyas Neshama is on Shabbos? Now we know you're not allowed to rip Kriya on Shabbos. Even if it's a relative, and even if you're there, Bishas Yitzhiyas Neshama. So would you say that on Matzai Shabbos you should rip Kriya, or do you say no? It's no longer the Shas Chimam. I rip Kriya at the time when I'm there because I'm watching something and I'm so overwhelmed by it. But if I have a situation where I already had a few hours to calm down, I don't feel it so profoundly anymore, maybe I shouldn't rip Kriya. So what do you say? 
Same thing like the code, so you owe it. So, so uh, you're confusing a few different things. So here's the question. What's the halacha, one thing at a time, what's the halacha with Omid B'Shas Tzitzias on a Shama on a Shabbos? So there, that's a discussion in the Radvaz, in the Chassam Sofer, and they say, it's no longer a Shas Chima. You're not, you're not feeling the profundity of the loss on Matzai Shabbos anymore. It was shocking to you on Shabbos when it happened. Now it died down a bit. Sorry, that was the wrong thing to use. Now that feeling is no longer the uh, that that feeling is no longer the feeling that I have. So the Achronim discuss what's the halacha there. The Pischet Shuba actually writes that even Matzai Shabbos you should rip. Some surfer disagrees and he says no. You no longer feel the profundity of that loss. Now let's take it to Eretz Yisrael. What? Two different kriyas. Two different kriyas. In fact, if a family member is there b'shasitzias and shema, there's two separate chayuvim akriya. People don't know this. He should do it again. Separate. A separate chiyav akfur. One is over the loss and one is b'shasitzias and shema would be a different thing. First what? On the right side, second on the left. Why you do yeah, that what? That if it's because you want to, if it's because you have to show that it's... How painful it is. If you have to show that it's more yeah. important to you, so then you should do it later. If it's because you want to, if, if it's the other reason that you have to, um, you're, you're trying to take away from the pain, you don't need to take away from the pain because that's the shot. I, I think your first child, you can say the same thing. If it's in order to show how pained I am, I'm no longer in so much pain, so I shouldn't do it anymore. That's that's the Shaila. First of all, we're confusing two things because those two reasons are given only for the relative, why the relative rips Kriya. That has nothing to do with why the Omid B'Shasi Siyas Neshama rips Kriya. So now we translate that into an Arachayim, in Ilchas Tishaba when he talks about ripping Kriya over so we know there's a parallel there. If you go to Yerushalayim and you see the Makam HaMikdash B'Churbana, so the Shulchan Aruch says very clearly that you are supposed to rip Kriya. Shari Tshuva quotes, how come everybody who lives in Yerushalayim doesn't do that? So we go, we visit from Chutz Laaretz to us, we go and we rip Kriya. Well, if you live in Yerushalayim, why don't you... What? Okay, most people in Yerushalayim don't go visit the old city every 30 days. So Rabbi Shalom Zaman Arbach actually writes in the Halicha Shlomo, if I remember correctly, he says, if you live in Yerushalayim and you don't bother to go once every 30 days, it means you actually don't really understand what this is. So if you don't understand what it is, you shouldn't rip Kriya, because you don't get it. That's what, he, that's what he writes. But the question then becomes, what about the fact that somebody who's living in Yerushalayim, what if they go to visit the Makam Migdash on a Friday night, or on a Shabbos afternoon, should they rip Kriya Matzai Shabbos? That, once again, reignites the same issue. Do we say that that's a Shas Chimum, and after Shabbos they should go ahead and do what the Chiv set in on Shabbos for? Do you say, just like by Hilchas Avelis we wouldn't do that, maybe so too the same thing should be over here? Very, uh, very interesting discussion. Rav Moshe also has the same thing. Let's listen to the words of Rav Moshe. He ends off his tshuva by saying, V'lachain, People go to the Makam Migdash today and they feel something special, spiritual. However, they don't feel a, a greater loss of Beis Migdash when they're there. They feel a sense of Kedusha, they feel a sense of connection, but they don't feel a sense of Churban. And therefore, says her Moshe, If I'm in America and I think about the Churban, I think about it the same and I'm in Eretz Yisrael. If I don't feel it here, I don't feel it there either. And he says, Therefore he says, I feel that if somebody goes on a Shabbos afternoon and is supposed to rip Kriya because when you go to Makam HaMikdash B'Chorbana, you do, he says, in this case, I don't think you would because people, unfortunately, today don't always connect. They don't always feel the sense of Chorban. And therefore he says, it certainly wouldn't really make sense afterward because 
you really don't have that profound sense of loss that Churban is supposed to make all of us feel. Okay.